2: Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you about an explosive interaction between CM Punk and another top AEW star. Could Triple H be set to sign a former NXT star? We've got some unique WWE plans for Austin Phoebe and the Money in the Bank briefcase to go over. And I'm going to tell you the original plans for
3: Sami Zayn and the Bloodline. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is
2: the news. We're going to start things off by covering a breaking report, really. I mean, FIFA only dropped this like an hour and a half ago. Oh. It's wild. Um, yeah, I don't expect to wake up and see a scoop ski happening in real time. They usually no. come when I'm asleep, man, because I'm very sloth-like. <laughs> um, however, Fightful have come through. Uh, Chris Jericho, man, uh, th- this is his wording. Uh, called CM Punk a cancer to the AW locker room and a detriment to the company as a whole after the events, obviously, of All Out. So Jericho, obviously, he was unhappy with Punk over the fight in the comments at the press scrum. Um, He approached Punk, he told him this, said this directly to him, letting him know, and while there's no word on Punk's specific response, exactly what he said, um, it is believed to have been along the lines of telling Jericho that it was none of his business and he should go away. Um, So, Jericho has obviously assumed to a leadership role, like a bigger leadership Mm -hmm. role. You'd you'd assume that he probably had one before because he's like a senior dude and he's had a long career. He's very successful. But since all of this panned out, it's been him, Brian Danielson, and John Moxley. They've been the three guys who have reportedly grown into bigger locker room leader roles in all the way. So it makes sense that... Jericho will be the one to go up and go, hey, this wasn't cool. Um, I don't like that verbiage. I don't like using no. uh, the disease's name uh, as in, in this kind of context. I think we could use different terminologies um, for sure. But it's quite clear what his message is. Uh, it's quite clear what his intentions were. Jericho's. And uh, yeah, he's obviously stuck up to Punk there. Um, evolving situation. You know the story of Punk. He's probably leaving. I think a major story on that's about to break. I don't know, but I have my, my my scoop sense is tingling. Yes, I get the feeling that we're going to be back in
3: here at some point today, probably discussing something that I agree. And, uh, yeah, it just seemed like the more and more of these reports, because obviously we had the initial reports, then it all went a bit quiet and it was mere speculation online, basically, because of this third-party investigation that was going on. Subsequently, now we're getting more reports and, you know, obviously the tease of the Elite on Dynamite um, and the stuff about Larry coming out. It does feel like this thing's coming to a close. More and more stuff's coming out. I agree with you on the whole verbiage thing. You could quite easily have said, "You're word. the worst yes. thing that happened yeah. to this company," or what you know, just the detriment line. What you know gets his point across. Yeah. And also, I've just remembered this thing with Brock Lesnar at Summerslam. He's got a track record of confronting people very high up within a company, and you know, he
2: stands up for himself. And of course, he was going to bite Brock Lesnar's nose off. lest yeah. we forget um, <laughs> a, a detail I, I, I should have included there when talking about the story at uh, Fightful. Confirmed with a source close to CM Punk that this interaction did take place, um, they did ask Jericho and AEW for comments as well, but they hadn't heard anything back at the time of publishing. So there you go, full story. Mm-hmm. Situation rumbles on. Exactly. Yeah, we are going to be back in LA today, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Something big's going to happen.
3: I just I can feel it in the world. Latties, get ready. <laughs> right. Uh, so let me tell you about a new person who could be returning to WWE under the Triple H management, uh, and that is Chelsea Green uh of well, formerly of in green i'm uh, green
2: say. we're green in the background green is the
3: color um uh, pw insider giving us the, the report on this uh, she's recently wrapped all her commitments within impact so she is a free agent um and that kind of paves the way for her to return to wwe uh obviously uh, well th- what they say here is that she probably wouldn't have finished up in impact if she wasn't yeah. going somewhere else um the subject of her going back to Stanford has been, you know, rumoured within impact circles for quite some time. Um, WrestleVotes reported on WWE's interest in uh, in having her return earlier in the month. And she also tweeted, uh, left you all vxst from the beginning. Vuxed in it with a photo of her from Impact and Deanna so hinting presumably at her departure from Impact Wrestling. Obviously, she was on NXT. She popped up to the main roster for a cup of coffee, didn't she? Broke then, her wrist, yeah, Yeah, that, yeah. that four-way
2: match. I, for injured, I, mean, I
3: was disappointed in that because I do think she's got a lot, a, a lot of potential for a big show, whether it be AEW or WWE. It appears to be WWE. Um, mm-hmm. More women, good.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, she had a weird year, didn't she? Her, like, her last yeah. year in WWE. She was off NXT for ages. She had that main roster match, she unfortunately broke her wrist and then she was released I think in June 2021 or April, maybe that kind of area. Went back to Impact, she did some Ring of Honor stuff, Uh, yeah, yeah, great. Um, Understandable, like Triple H is like, hey, I really liked you when I had you in NXT, and I wish you'd never been released. Probably Chelsea falls into that that category. Very talented human being, a good addition to the roster, good for her, awesome, sick, great.
3: Yeah, exactly. I think, you know, uh, for, for quite some time within WWE, you know, they've had a phenomenal women's division and then you're thinking, it's getting... Uh, right, uh, you know, not not Sasha Banks necessarily, because obviously she, she, everyone wants Anne Naomi for her to come back. Yeah. But you're like, OK, it's kind of the, the established order. Now you've got, you know, Io Shirai, Dakota Kai, Candice LeRae, Chelsea Green. I'm excited, man,
2: for this women's division. Yeah, stack it year. up. Stack up, baby. You need, like because the longest thing for the women's division in WWE has been like the top level stuff has been great like mm. they pushed like Bianca and the, the horse woman and Alexa Bliss and a bunch of other people quite well over the years um, but oftentimes it has been okay the title program rules but what's going on yes. beneath it now you I mean you've always had the opportunity to do more but under Triple H it's likelier to happen because uh, Vince McMahon absolutely sucked yes um, <laughs> In his latter years, especially. And now the talent in that uh, WWE
3: women's division is absolutely scary. Speaking of scary...
2: Oh, transition.
3: Monday is, of course, Halloween. We have the flatty in the background today. We normally have our logo on normal days of the week that aren't (laughs) so wacky. But it is over to you. Submit your... Creations for the background Monday for the spooky news.
2: What the best way to do that would be to uh, tweet us at Andy H Murray and at Adam Wilborn, but use the hashtag This Is The News, so it's easier. This cross- is the spooky news. Yeah, it's easy. Wow. What should we do? Should we do this? Is the news or this is the spooky news? This is the booze. All right, we've, we've just given you <laughs> give seven all, million. Uh, do okay. Use hashtag. <laughs> this is the spooky news. Make a weird thing. We'll put the funniest one in the background. We'll give you a or shout a selection out. if we can uh, be bothered. Yeah. It's yeah. Monday. You know. It's, it's awesome. We'll be dressed up as I don't know well, whatever we have through the house really. Want spooky
3: to, costumes we could find at night yeah,
2: tonight. See what I can find lurking outside and get head to put on my face. Probably like <laughs> a, there's
3: quite a few people I see walking around here going oh that's in a cool Halloween
2: costume. Wait a second, it's April. That's just me and uh. on my way to the office, isn't it? That's really rude, actually. But we're going to speak about uh, some stuff now. Yes. Yes. Good transition there, Andy. Uh, Austin Theory, right? WWE might have something unique up their sleeve when it comes to him and his Money in the Bank briefcase contract, all of that. So uh, I was actually going to throw this on the news video yesterday, but it was kind of we just didn't have room. But I'm going to do it today. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> It's part of this new uh, partnership, WrestleVotes and Give Me Sport, or Louis Dango, or they're producing yeah. a bunch of stuff together, and it's good stuff. Um, so, the idea I'll just read it to you from WrestleVotes. There is an idea that Austin Theory is going to be the first guy to wait a full year, like the day of, let's say, Money in the Bank, or the night of Money in the Bank next year. Ooh. So, to ne- the next Premium Live event. That's the storyline. Uh, like, you have to cash this in in two and a half hours, you have to cash this in in 90 minutes, that type of thing. I know that this idea is on the table, so it's not definitely going to happen, but it's something that has been brought up at least or devised or whatever, according to this report right here. I think that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. I like the, uh, it's somewhat unique. Yes. It's not just, you know, the usual song and dance with the cash-in and all of that stuff. It's, The clock is ticking, my man, because someone else is going to win a briefcase in an hour. You need to do it. You need to hurry. It puts the pressure on the guy. Uh, It puts the champions probably sitting there like, all right, I'm just going to lock myself in my locker room so you can't (laughs) get near me, pal. Uh, That's what I would do. Uh, But, yeah, I think that's interesting.
3: Yeah, uh, I like this idea, but the way I'm about to describe it is going to be incredibly backhanded in its compliment. This is the best of all the bad ideas they've had with (laughs) Austin Theory's Money, Mr. Money in the Bank. Teasing him to win the NXT Championship was, I mean, I wasn't around, I was on holiday, but I was like, what? What? When I saw that. Why? (laughs) Like, okay, I sort of understand it in terms of, well, you can't have him beat or cash in on Roman and... We've had too, far too many fails for this briefcase. He's it's, been
2: really geeked out, hasn't he? Yeah,
3: and, and, really. and theory, yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he's gone down the route of lose, lose, lose. And it's not like, okay, lose, lose, lose. But when he wins the world title, you're like, is he going to win the world title if Roman's still champion? Yeah. There's no chance of that. But I like this as an idea, especially because it's so way off in the future, what, May next year? Yeah. That there's a chance that maybe it's not going to be the all-conquering Roman Reigns. You finally have... i know And I know that's going to mean, well, whoever beats Roman's going to have a, a couple of months title reign at best by that, by that Adam. But, yeah, I think the idea of a little clock going, you're going to need to do something. I mean, like you say, if you're the world champion, why wouldn't you just... Leave.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I would just go home. <laughs> like... <laughs> but,
3: but I am intrigued by this, and like I say, it's the best thing I've heard someone pitch for this, other than, I don't know, when initially Johnny Gargano came in and I went out to
2: give him the briefcase. Yeah. Uh, Gargano was turned into a strange character as well yeah. on TV, isn't he?
3: I'm a little bit nervous. i got
2: a cowboy hat. All right. Why is JBL back on my TV screen? I've been wondering that ever since.
0: <laughs>
3: a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and best of all suited to your schedule get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash what culture today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help pcom slash what culture Uh, But, we talk about Roman Reigns and the bloodline there. Um, Really interesting report coming out from Mirror Sports. Mm. Oh, welcome to the party, pal.
2: Interviewing. Uh,
3: Yeah, they were chatting with uh, uh, Sami Zayn. Narin Flanders chatting to Sami Zayn and uh, he revealed the original plans for the honorary use or Sami Zayn's involvement in the bloodline and it was a lot less than what's actually happened. I'll just read what Zayn said here. Uh, this is one of the more filled out long-term stories I've ever been a part of. It's long, even by WWE standards. Usually we might do two or three month stories, but I've been aligned with the blood lane uh, in some respects since April, and we're still only kind of scratching the surface as to where this is going to go. The initial idea was just to have some on-screen interactions every now and again, because it made sense as the self-proc- self-proclaimed locker room leader. I should have a good rapport with the head of the table. We were cooking up with that idea. Um, he says this storyline as often they do has uh, taken on a life of its own all thanks to WWE's crowds um, he doesn't know where it's going himself well, he wouldn't tell you even if he did um, but um, he says because of this audience investment people are going to be along for the ride regardless uh, you and I have discussed this on multiple occasions and it's the best thing WWE's got going for it
2: right now yeah it's really great um, and this is like It's just really good booking because um it's all very well having these grand plans and 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 you know we'll just do a uh, we'll just do a couple of interactions we'll just build this relationship but like if the crowd is really responding to something you lean into it and you go in the direction that takes you while you know also keeping your own long-term vision in mind it's just really smart good stuff um across the board can't really praise it enough um and it leaves you with all kinds of interesting possibilities. Look, coming out of this, right? we could feasibly get Sammy versus Roman for the title to headline a pay-per-view. We could get Sammy versus Jay. In fact, we probably will get Sammy versus yeah. Jay. And then you have all the Kevin Owens possibilities. Oh, Maybe Zane and Owens are the ones that dethrone the oh. USOs. You can do some really cool stuff with solo and like yes. royalties and stuff. It's, it's really great and it opens up all kinds of possibilities. You could probably get like six months to a year of TV out of this. Uh, I hope they do, I hope it stays awesome, I hope it stays over, uh, and I don't see why it wouldn't, because Sami Zayn is just great.
3: Yeah, it's it's nice, as, as people who've been fans of Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, since they arrived on the main, well, you've probably been fans before them, but for myself, when they arrived on the main roster especially, he really got behind them, and you're like, ah, oh, you're really trudging oh, through the mud here. Yeah. Like, Owens had a great start, and then he just... Eh. He just lost. <laughs> and then, you know, Zayn was, well, they booked Zayn, he just has had to go through the mill for five yeah. odd years. It's just so nice to see both of them. Obviously, Owens getting his WrestleMania stuff with Stone Cold, and now Sami Zayn getting all this, and getting the goddamn recognition he deserves more so than the, more so from the higher ups, I suppose, within WWE. It's just, it's just lovely to see, and mm. I'm very happy for the honorary
2: use. it. Sami Zayn for me, TV MVP of WWE this year. Yeah. There we go. I don't know if that's a hot take or not. It's probably not, but it's no, good. I think that's it's, a, it. I think it's a fair assessment, is so, what it is. Speaking of hot takes, would oh. you like some questions? Yes, right. please. I've gone a bit nuts. I picked five. Whoa! Right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. First one today comes from JR. Oh, not that JR. Oh. Uh, Hank Halloween version. All right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what would be the funniest destination for CM Punk post AEW? They've got NWA Impact, Freddie Prince Jr.'s new promotion, um, WOW as a commentator. All <laughs> right. AJ Lee's doing commentary there, yeah. so it makes sense. Uh, or a Wrestling Society X revival. <laughs> Are you familiar with wrestling society? I think I, I, I'm vaguely aware of. It was like this studio. It was really weird. I think it was on MTV. I actually used to have the DVDs. It was like this in studio, wacky kind of lucha underground, but not like dragony. Mm. If that if that makes. sense. Like yes. It had bands playing and, and stuff, and it was weird. But, yeah, what do you reckon, like, man? what was, What's the wording? What's the most ridiculous? Yeah, the funniest. funniest. The funniest. So, okay. I mean, the
3: funniest is WWE. It, it really is. But. For Reddit. Was NWA on there? NWA is on there. 100% it, yeah. NWA. Because I can't wait for the people online to be like, always been a fan of that NWA. Have you? Yeah. Can't wait to see him tie up with Tyrus. Yeah. That's going to be cute. Um, <laughs> I've got to be honest. My experience with the NWA is is chatting to Thingy when he was world champion and the, the promo from Eli Drake, yeah.
2: Yeah, unreal, unreal. What was he in NWA? Uh, It was the Eli Drake. He was Eli Drake, yeah, 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 Uh, yeah. LA Night, yeah. It's a different energy when you're still, yeah, Eli Drake rules. Um, Let me talk to you. I will say, Freddie Prince Jr.'s wrestling promotion sounds nuts, like I really want to see this. I'm excited. Honestly, uh, I think he spoke about holding shows on our bar roof, (sighs) uh, and he wanted to sign The Fiend, it sounds incredible. Could Signed Scooby-Doo Doo
3: wrestle in that?
2: Because wasn't he involved in... <laughs> I think Scooby-Doo. C- CM Punk versus Scooby-Doo. Larry versus Scooby-Doo. Oh, Neil. the eel! The eel's taking a bump. You haven't even seen him yet, but he just took a bump. There you go. Uh, a spider
3: from yesterday.
2: <laughs> I will say, equally funny, my favourite promotion, DDT, CM Punk versus the Giant Panda, <laughs> CM Punk versus the Blow Up Doll. Yeah. Don't tell me you wouldn't want to see that. Um has been on.
3: Oh, the Yugi Boogeyman. I, I really hope so. I, I saw a thing where he might be returning to WWE, and I was like, "Hell oh, and then I remembered it's Halloween. Triple H is signing everyone in the moment, man. It kind of rules. Uh, uh, if, he's going to show up on Raw on Monday, isn't he? I've just realised because it's well. Halloween. It's worm day, isn't it? Um, I love a
2: Boogeyman, by the way. You know what else is showing up on Monday? What's Pumpkin it? Demon. What? There you go. Finn Balor. Oh, yeah, yep. of course. Good. Going to fight Sister Abigail. Um, Boogeyman wants to know, if you had to choose one pet to protect your house from intruders, what would it be? Um, this is good. Uh, the Flatty. Mm-hmm. the eel or his brother the eel mm-hmm. or C ace steel. it's ace
3: steel, isn't it yeah he'd
2: bite you man because the
3: flatty would be the best serious like if there's people already on the property yeah the flatty's dealing with
2: it the flatty's that. taking you out
3: but the sign just the sign of ace steel, and that face that we've all seen yeah that one Dike, people are going to go, hey guys, let's, oh, what's this, no, yeah, let's go next no. door. <laughs>
2: hell no, <laughs> you've seen the bite marks on Kevin yeah. arm, man. You know, yeah. like,
3: it'd be one of those, you know, like, uh, what's the, what the, how do they word it? Like, I can make the gate in three seconds, can you?
2: Yeah, there you go, man. Like, that's the thing, like, the the, the flatty, obviously, if you broke in, right, he would uh, he would oh. ruin your life. Um, He would death roll you to hell, but he steals more of a deterrent, I completely agree. Exactly. Also, the eel, my t shirt is the color of the eel. Oh, tremendous. He's blending in. Tremendous. Sickness. You know, it's out of camouflage. The thing about the eel is that he would just be vibing with the spider, yeah. wouldn't he? So he'd be useless. When yeah, he'd they, they'd come back and you'd be like,
3: what are you doing, yeah, the eel? The eel has been robbed. Yeah, it's just you He might be on the
2: in- inside job as well. Might be his. Might I don't trust that guy Cocaine in the river man You can't trust him <laughs> He's got uh, a habit to feed Nick has been on And said You are tasked with Creating a wrestling promotion That uses only Non-wrestling celebrities As its wrestlers What matches are on the card For the first ever Pay-per-view okay. Of this celebrity wrestling promotion I've got one in mind already mm-hmm. Piers Morgan Oh god Versus Guy Fieri Cause I-, I really want to see Guy Fieri Beat the piss out of what? Piers Morgan Yeah I
3: was gonna say He's the biggest baby face <laughs> <laughs> Versus the biggest heel Yeah Perfect God,
2: he, I hate he's people
3: a so yeah, he's, he's terrible. Uh, Dave Benson Phillips wants to get into wrestling, doesn't he? Yeah. Host to Get he's Your Own a Back he's um,
2: a versus but, Pat Sharp. Yes.
3: <laughs> Who's the best host? Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's got to be. <laughs> and uh, uh, that's obviously his special guest referee. Yeah, Bobby, Bobby, Blobby.
2: But Blo- Mr. Blobby,
3: obviously. Um, um, non wrestling celebrities. Well, we,
2: we've had Scooby Doo, so let's get Scooby Doo versus Larry on the card.
3: Scooby Doo uh, and Scrappy Doo, who you, they just did against the tag Larry
2: team. and Ace Steele. <laughs> non wrestling celebrity, Ace Steele. That is ironic
3: because there's like this, this, there's a heel in each corner there, yeah. arguably. Yeah, absolutely. Scrappy doos such a little knobhead, isn't he? There you go. Um, women's match. That. I'll pick one uh, woman celebrity, you pick a woman celebrity. I'm going to go Anne Robinson. Of course, you link. can come
2: for Anne Robinson.
3: Good promo, she'd be. Uh, she's going to sell the match. Oh You're going to have to pick someone who's going to lead her through it. I've got it, Vanessa Feltz. All right, OK. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, also, biggest heels in the business, intergender, uh, Holly and Philip off of This Morning versus, what's her name? Alison, who does it? I don't Allison know. Alison Hammond, she's a big baby. And Dermot O'Leary. I, and the <laughs> winner... <laughs> <laughs> the winner gets to present this morning going forward. I'm sorry to our international viewers, that will have not meant anything to any of you.
2: All right, we've got two more here. Go one... and check out Alison Hammond. She's she is a national treasure. We've got one question that's going to kill you and one that's going to kill Good. me. Good, okay, I'm ready. Um, so Adam Wilborn has one hit... This is from Mark Smith. Sorry, Mark. Uh, Adam Wilborn has one hit with the brass knuckles to stay alive. By order of the eel's brother, the eel, who are you hitting to stay alive? MJF or Tony D'Angelo. Oh, right. You have to punch I one in I got really the face. excited
3: there. I thought you were gonna let me punch anyone with brass knocks, and I was like, oh, my God, I get to do it. <laughs> Jacob Rees-Mogg immediately. <laughs> um, it's gotta be, it's gotta be- Who, um, you, punching? who you Who? punching? It's gotta be out. Tony D. You know why? Because you can MJF, continue. there's an opening now, now Stokely's betrayed, and there's an opening for MJF's best friend, and I'd really like to re-solidify that position, and I don't think there's any coming back if I chin him. And Tony D, like, Tony D understands it's just business. It's just business. And Stacks, you know Stacks got my back.
2: Well, that's very appropriate because our final question of the day comes from Lee Wainwright. (laughs) Don't do that. Sorry. (laughs) Who asks, what's the blueprint to get Stacks on the main roster? Go.
3: Oh, Stacks should come in and squash Brock (laughs) Lesnar. Yeah you know the match You got a crown jewel. Ah, uh, you know you got Brock Lesnar and you got Bobby Lashley. Stack comes in, <laughs> pins both those motherfuckers, and what? goes on to win the world title at Wrestle Goddamn Mania. You're yeah, not
2: supposed to swear.
3: <laughs> Sorry, Phil. We'll just get it. A little. We'll put it in this little box here. Well, we
2: said the F word with a P and an H instead. Yeah, of Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't count. Okay, Phil. It thanks. doesn't count. Yeah, it doesn't count. You saw it. The flatty saw it. Go
3: on YouTube, technically, doesn't get I saw what
2: I saw. The eel will vouch. As yeah. Well. Uh, Alright, let's wrap it up. What have you got for the unfinely I
3: forgot to do one. Alright, ghost. <laughs> <Cool. laughs>
2: let's just wrap it up
3: that's right, we've gone long anyway do a, do do a song, Phil, your your and finally is don't forget to send us those Halloween pictures for Monday
2: there. I, your aunt finally is today's Ooh. Wrestle Culture quiz by the oh, way
3: oh yes Phil, it's a good one because I've not done it Phil's <laughs> created it
2: and uh, I've heard it's good oh, So good yeah.
3: Wrestle Culture What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcast from uh, right let us know your thoughts uh, all the mad stuff and most importantly of course this is the Spooky News spooky pictures news. at What Culture WWE Why on Twitter uh, you can follow both of us there you can follow Andy Murray at
2: at Andy H Murray. The H stands for first of all, have a nice weekend. Indeed. Second, hey, listen to Crowhurst. Uh, really noisy, but if you're into that kind of harsh abrasive stuff, give it a go. And shouts to my friend Jay as well. Shouts to Executioner's Mask too. You want yeah. some sad boy stuff? Check them out too. Great stuff. Very talented man and his all his talented friends making good music.
3: Uh, go and listen to some Daddy Freyr, the Icelandic European. <laughs> entry. Two different guys. Today. I love it. Very different. You to, like some uh,
2: noisy black metal grindcore or Eurovision. You got this. You got both great. flavors, man. Exactly. You got both fl- flavors. It is a Neapolitan ice cream. This news. nobody does it like us. Everyone no. else is out there listening to Nickelback.
3: Oh, Rihanna's got some new music. Who cares?
2: Oh, have you heard this new song by oh, Coldplay? Oh, well, Alex Turner driving a car some bollocks. <laughs> Who's I, Alex Turner? Literally,
3: literally my favorite band of all time. I don't know why <laughs> I just done
2: that. Yeah, yeah, me too, man. I absolutely hate the band Death Heaven. They're terrible. <laughs> That's my favourite part. We're just balancing it out. Adam
3: Willmore on Twitter, at what <laughs> for all of us. My thanks, to Andy Murray. Thanks to the flight. Thank you for
2: joining us. And we will see you soon. Probably got sweat patches, but I'm flexing anyway, baby. <sighs> Hold
1: up.